to another episode of Minutes with M&M. I'm Lena, this is Missan, and we're happy to have you here today. So, we've talked about the show before, we're excited to talk about it again. It's Firefly Lane season two, all of it. So part one and part two. Yeah. Are you guys ready to get into it? Because thoughts. Okay, first of all, I'm gonna be a little bit emotional <laughs> because I didn't expect to enjoy or like the show as much as I did. It was just very wholesome. In my opinion like the storytelling was so good the acting Catherine Heigl killed it Sarah Chow killed it and like I wish it could go on forever because like I just really want to be part of their lives and just kind of see where it goes obviously I'm not spoiled um, I mean spoilers if yeah spoilers obviously we know where kids life goes but I just kind of I just feel like I've been watching this show for like since 2020, right? It's been a while. Definitely. Yeah, it's been a while and it's like, these people are my friends. I've gone to bat for some of them or one of them. I've gone to bat for people. So it's just like watching it end in such like an emotional way was just like, it wrecked me. Like I was like watching it last night, like a migraine from all the tears and I was just like crying. And I was like, oh my God, life is so like beautiful <laughs> and sad and everything and so it just makes you feel so many emotions so i definitely feel you in terms of like feeling like you know them i do appreciate because we see them from like 16 to 40 like i know you i know your first kiss i know about the first time you had your period we're like besties yeah that's what you said i might be a little bit colder hearted i was a little bit like eh, you die you die like it was saddish but I was also like, I don't know, maybe I've watched a lot of shows lately where people are dying and it's just, I'm numb to it. And I won't say the other shows, so no spoilers, but I'm just like, of course, this is nah, what they brought it's us just, to do. I think for me, what really got me was like the writing and the storytelling. And I wasn't too sad about the fact that Kate died. It was more about watching everybody around her go through all the emotions, watching Johnny go through the emotions, watching Mara go through the emotions, and especially Tolly, like, for, like, watching Tolly go through it it was just so heartbreaking for me because like I just knew how much Tolly loved Kate and like be like knowing someone for like decades of your life and talking about how you grow old together and everything and then they're just dying prematurely it's like it's especially painful especially if you don't have family if you don't have like a lot of people around you like you know that's your sister that's it yeah so it was just really really heartbreaking because I could totally understand that feeling of not wanting to let go and not being ready for someone to go and I started to think about like if any of my friends I have right now any of my close friends are like going through like terminal <laughs> illness and you know you're trying to be strong for them but it gets to a point where like you just have to face reality they are telling you it's weeks like what are you going to do and like all those emotions kind of came to me and I was just like oh my god like life is a bitch sometimes and even watching kate's mom like get so upset like i've been smoking all my life and i'm healthy and like kate who doesn't smoke and who exercises and does all the right things is the one that gets sick it's like the universe doesn't care about who does what sometimes like sometimes i'm just like maybe i should just go eat like a tub of bacon like <laughs> what is the point of doing everything if you can just wake up one day and like boom you have like girl, a year to live this got really deep and like why are we even trying to survive we got very it got, heavy it but like i think that was really i mean at, like for the second part of the show i think that yeah. was really the theme of it it was just really depressing not depressing <laughs> but like it was really like wow your life can't just end <laughs> you know and like everybody around you just has to keep, keep going. going 
and so it was it was done really well i don't i i didn't expect it to go the way it did and so i like that they weren't like it's a miracle cat lives you know sometimes people die you know <laughs> so people have to deal with it girl you really have to the people i, I really felt bad were for tully obviously tully stan till the end so kate dying was bad for tully and that's what really messed me up but the person the second person i felt really really bad for was margie her mom like johnny and mar i guess it's sad maybe i don't know maybe i, maybe I struggle to connect with those characters but margie like i say this all the time there is nothing worse than losing a child and the fact that she just had to go with it. It's like when they were having the moon ceremony. Like, I know, like, when you get desperate, you, get, you start to do woo-woo things. So when Margie walked away, I actually understood. So yeah. much. like, why are we shouting at the moon? My child is dying. But, like, yeah. you know, even her coming back and, like, I, I felt so bad. You know, Bud just died. Like, she's actually like, like why can't I die? He said, my husband is gone anyway. My kids are older. Like, Ooh, and I felt it so much when she looked at Cloud and she's like, why are you here? Facts. You are alive, you are healthy, you are sober, like you smoked yourself almost to death. Like you kept ODing. Why are you still alive? You know, it doesn't make sense. I really like that call out because every time I look at Cloud, I'm like, you are clearly younger than Tully. Like I don't care that they're giving you gray hair. So I like that someone on the show was like, it actually doesn't make sense how look good you look, how healthy you are, how strong you are. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Oh, what grief can do to you and like it's not even grief, you've not even started grieving yet. It's just like you know somebody's <laughs> life is ending. Like what do you tell someone? Like when Tolly came into the hospital after like Johnny had told her like mm -hmm. it was gonna be weeks, like I know she was trying to be like here snacks, but after a while it was just like you just, I mean the thing is you just you just have to do things. Like because you don't I, like are you gonna make your best friend feel bad for the last few weeks? You hold this side and you feel you like shit. I think what I would do, I would probably pull it, Christina. Like <laughs> I would just kinda leave. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want to be around. Like, it's too much. Like, but then, what happens when you leave and then they die and you come back and you're I like... I would feel guilty <laughs> as hell. Like, it's, it's so complicated, right? Like, it's so hard to actually be there. And the fact that, like, everybody was there with her, like, for her last few weeks and just, like, living, like, we're trying to make pancakes. What do you mean? I'm making... Like, she's dying. <laughs> I mean, we still gotta eat. I'm like, it's so funny to me. So, the first time that she had cancer, Mara was, like, great. Mara was really supportive of everything. And I remember watching it and I was just like... Damn, Mara is doing great. This second time, a girl looked into her dad's eyes and said, "So just because mom is dying means that the rest of us kind of." I said, "Mara, you." And you know what? That's so realistic. Yeah. I think. I mean, it's so funny. She was high on weed in the middle of the day and talking back at her parents. And whenever I see something, I'm just like, "Oh my god, I could never." Mm -hmm. But she's going through something insane, and I love that Johnny snaps at her too. Yeah. He like he swore at her and told her to fuck off. And I'm just like, yeah. yeah, because like it's really everybody's in a hyper situation. Yeah. I'm not gonna perfectly parents right now. I'm not gonna remember to mind my emotions because my wife is dying and my child wants to be a drug addict. Like it's just a mm -hmm. lot of things. I'm not built for grief. I don't. That's the thing. And, and every time I watch things like this is us or whatever all these beautifully written stories where people die slowly <laughs> over time it's like maybe we should all schedule a time as friends where we want to just sedate ourselves today because like <laughs> no you're right no you're actually right the issue is that like you'll be like oh let's all kill ourselves together at 65 the one yeah yeah friend will just die at 40 like what are you doing exactly and so like i really felt it when like they were you know staring out the window and like Kate was asking Tully to say how she really feels and it's like, how can I really say how I really feel? Like, you are the one dying. Like, if I shout at you and you just die now, like, what's <laughs> I feel happen? You know, so it's like, you said we're going to grow old together. It's It was just so sad and that's just the importance of like having friends. And I feel like Tully was just so codependent and she needed to have other people. And so I was so glad that she at least had Danny. To I agree. Too. You know what? We've talked about the grief quite a bit. Let's, let's get into these people's 
lives. We were talking so, about Johnny and yeah. Kate's. Shout out to Johnny. And like, I know the bar is on the floor, but men really do leave their wives. I know it's a fictional story, but like, I'm always happy when we see stories where the man stays with a sick wife and takes care. He didn't just leave Tully to be the one or Mara yeah. or George. That being said, bro, that must have been so rough. When she started saying, talking about the witch costume, I was like, oh my God, like, how do you even stay strong? Like, that's the thing. I would say strong. I'm so sorry. They tell me to write down your funeral wishes. No. No, that witch thing. I don't know. I just started crying. I know she doesn't remember where we were. So she's like, Johnny, why are you crying? <laughs> I'm just be crying. What do you mean? No, oh, no. I, I can't. But other than her dying, there were a couple of point points this season. So I know we just eulogized Kate a little bit, but I need to come back to my, my beef with this babe. <laughs> the fact that she was so callous in how she treated Tully. And look, my anger has reduced a little bit because the first time the season came out like six months ago and all that, but I'm still mad. I still think what she did was horrible. I think she overreacted. I don't think a car accident where they get hit by somebody else who runs a red light and nobody dies. Oh, she didn't even give Tully the chance to explain that. See, even when she explained, she didn't care. Look, I just, I'm so sorry, I don't care. And the fact that we now had the whole thing and she brought it back up at the bridal shower and when she was having feelings and she had the audacity to be like you can't be mad at me shows me how selfish she is so selfish i was fuming because when she was calling tully and she was doing oh you're not picking up i'm the one that gets me mad the entitlement for you to think that you deserve you are owed a conversation from tully after you've not spoken to her for a year because you're dying of cancer no i said this before if tully was one that had gone cancer kate wouldn't have been picking up her phone she, calls she wouldn't pick up so tully would have just died alone yeah and like Tully came back from um, Chile without knowing that Kate was dying alone. Yeah. Because she didn't know. Kate didn't say it on the voice note. So Tully got to Chile, saw missed calls from her, and just showed up. She didn't know she was dying. She didn't know she was sick. She came back because this girl called her. And it just, the love that she has for Kate, the fact that it's not reciprocated. And that's why I'm glad that when they were fighting, she said, You wouldn't have done this to Johnny. You wouldn't have done this to Sean. It's not about what I did. It is me specifically that you were targeting. Yeah, exactly. And I love that Cloud also pointed it out like, Hey, like the fight that they had, it wasn't about you, Mara. It wasn't about, it's just about both of them. You befriended me and decided to make me the villain of your entire life. Mm -hmm. But I should always cater to you. There were so many points throughout Tolly's life. That she had to put aside serious stuff. Serious. Her mom came and ambushed her high at, work. at work, but I have to care about you and Theo and you cheating on your boyfriend, and I have to like not bring up my thing. And like Kate didn't even have the self awareness to say, no, 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 like we've been talking about my thing. Like maybe maybe your mom showing up after what's years. going on with you, you know, like maybe talk about your own stuff. She's isn't able to push things down. Like when she was sad that Danny was leaving and she, she didn't like express that she, because you know Kate was getting married and it was a nice time for her. So Tolly is very, very selfless. She's able to be like for okay, Kate. Yeah, for Kate. <laughs> she's able to be like even for others, like even for Cloud, like I wouldn't bring Cloud back into my life. It doesn't matter how, like if you're sober now, I'm sorry. So I think she's just somebody who has a lot of love to give, but people don't always give her back the same no, energy. No, you're right. Like they showed us in this season that Tully basically moved in with Kate's family for senior year because Cloud got arrested driving with them high. So those were... Like, I know we said it before, they're basically her family, but really, in the morning, it was Kate's mom that was cooking her breakfast, and it was Kate's dad that was driving them to school, and Sean was like her brother. This was the only family she had her entire life, and yeah. none of them 
called Tully to tell them that Kate was sick because Kate didn't want them to. So like, yeah. if Kate had decided Tully doesn't get to know, I'm going to die in secret, nobody in her family was going to tell Tully. Tully was just going to find out her best friend died. And that's why her hurt is so real. Because all this, I'm your family, I'm your family. I'm not your family. Yeah. And everybody in your family will pick you, obviously. Yeah. So I'm actually alone. I'm glad that Tully called it out. But I really don't like how that conversation went. Yep. Because it's like, I'm trying to forgive you. Oh, speed it up. You had a whole year to do whatever fucking feelings that you have. And then you come crying at my door, knocking and like being dramatic before because all of a sudden you're faced with a difficult situation yep. where you need your best friend. Mm -hmm. But you couldn't actually appreciate when I was there. Like you couldn't give me the benefit of the doubt. You know how much I love Mara. You know that I wouldn't intentionally put her in harm's way. You just finally had a reason yep. to direct all your angst and hatred and envy and jealousy that you've had over the years mm -hmm. and then you now had the valid reason so you can actually tell your family members oh yeah she, she almost killed mara so don't talk to her like you finally had your justification <laughs> because throughout kate's life it was just her putting herself down nobody, nobody is talking down about you nobody is talking down to you or about you you're just like you decided to live in Tully's shadow even though Half of what ninety percent of the time, Tully is like, "Here's my beautiful friend Kate." Like she's so smart, spotlight. she's so amazing, you know. And she just like literally a royal man from another country came to marry you. Like this whole thing that men never want me. Like first of all, Mutt was still carrying a torch for you. Like Mutt, the fact that Mutt never got married, by the way, is a hate crime. He's a lovely, nice. The way he was like holding Tully, even when she was like, "Oh, it's not my mom." Like why couldn't Mutt get a happy ending, writers? You couldn't just be, have him say, "Throw away." Oh, my wife is away. All he had is that I've been here as a cameraman for 25 years. Everyone else's careers got to vlog. That's BS. But back to what you were saying about different men have been loving Kate. And by the way, she's a serial cheater. It's good to see. So she cheated on Theo and took it. That's, he has one testicle. And my girl was like, oh, oh it's all in the past. What? The, that's she genuinely a, the most terrible thing anyone on yeah. the show has done. I'm so sorry. Because not just that she did that, except for Cloud, of course. Not that she did that, but that she, in his face, with her baby that she had for the man that she cheated on him with, is doing, ha ah, ha it's on the past. Remember when I cheated on you and you lost the testicle? Ooh, who cares? You couldn't even have the decency, now that you have your perfect family, to call Theo up and give him a proper apology that he deserves. He gave you his grandma's ring. I'm glad he took it back. You know, like, you couldn't actually say, hey, like, I'm so, so sorry for what I did, you know. I know, he, you know, he doesn't have to forgive you, right? But, like, sometimes people just deserve, you know, that, like, courtesy. Basic descent yeah. behavior. And then you avoided him the whole time, and then you ran into him, and then you want to joke about how, yeah, it's okay that you only have one testicle. And I'm sorry, I don't believe this made-up narrative of, you know, rewriting of history they wanted to do in the part two, where every five minutes people were like, I've never met someone truly kind. Maybe it's because she was dying. You know, everybody felt like they needed to say how no, selfless and kind Kate how, was. That's how they've always portrayed her. Kate is the nice, good, helpful one. And Tully's the extra, extravagant, loud. It's rubbish. How many times have you seen, throughout the show, how many times have you seen Tully being comforted? Tully was crying on the floor alone. Tully had the miscarriage. He was alone. No, now. Kids came and uh, Cloud came after the miscarriage. Yeah, but like... The whole thing she was going through wasn't taken seriously, like because yeah. obviously you know Tolly, you know that she's not going to like give you this information for free, but you don't give her enough time and space to to talk to you about it. So it's like she was going through like the emotions with the Max, yeah, with Max and everything, and like I personally feel like she still felt alone in all of that. Oh yeah, I agree. And even though people were around her, but it's like. This is not something that happens. Tolly is usually the one 
comforting people and so now it's when you are having what's your last conversation that you're like yeah tell me about danny how's it going no it's not that you're dying that you care about my life <laughs> you want to live vicariously through me now that you are two weeks away from death it's it's so stressful to me because the thing is kate this is what makes kate a villain to me villain is that sometimes she does the good friend thing she's like oh even though you're smiling i know it's like i can't tell and it's like okay so you're capable like even the thought she put into her funeral knowing that totally wouldn't be able to go like i'm being proactive i'm like so all the times that you don't do this it's a choice yeah like you could be this person all the time but you choose not to and i'm not saying totally is easy but like i don't know kate's victimhood like the reason her and johnny get divorced is because she has an emotional affair like kate is not this walking down the street she had an emotional affair with her child's best friend's dad that like there was so much rubbish she did with the whole getting naked in front of his mom and leaving at a very awkward voice but like this rewriting of the narrative that wow i don't think that's what i said this last time other than the cancer everything that's wrong with kate's life is kate's doing yeah like her lack of a career which by the way would be fine if we didn't watch the first season where she was like i want to get back in i don't want to use tully's house this is except for you had options the books you kept writing and you didn't finish okay tully literally came back and said you can't be my producer you're like no give it to johnny like you have no career because of you exactly like and you want to come on set and like give advice like what do you want really like what do you want in your life you know what kate is kate is she romanticizes her life and i hate to use that <laughs> word because it's really overplayed on twitter and everything and i know people advice but kate is really the main character of the romantic novel <laughs> that's actually how she sees her life so when she uses people and drops them it's okay because johnny is her prince charming so like those people are side characters to her own love story so that's what she tells herself right she doesn't owe them that explanation because she is the main character right she's riding horses through the forest <laughs> and so Fuck Theo, fuck Matt, everybody else, All the, the PTA guy, the PTA you guy, know, the it, camera it guy, matter, the model, right? See. And you know, in all these like romantic movies, right? The main character has no faults. She's just like, oh, like she's so perfect. It's everybody else that's like, you know. So that's you know that little speech that she gave. Like, of course, but he's taking you seriously. Like the, the the name on the invite that you invited to my to the wedding was Theo. I'm and then two weeks later, you're telling me it's Johnny, and you're, you're looking at the the priest for not knowing that the things name have changed. changed i am so happy that everybody in her family dragged her about because like what is wrong with you? you guys could have waited a year to get married you didn't have to get married the day you were supposed to marry theo like of course nobody's taking you seriously you were supposed to marry somebody else here yeah. i mean her parents are paying and they couldn't lose it well then you can pay your parents back because this like how much money looks like it's because you should have collected that money in the first place to marry someone you didn't want to marry like i was so glad like her dad's speech when he's like well or even her mom said her mom said if you're sure if this is the man you want to be with mm. yeah and it's the fact that like she keeps thinking she's this pure person that argument about who kissed first pissed me off because she was the first person to kiss johnny johnny said it he was never going to cross that line because well if you are getting married you're engaged i'm going to have to leave you but she was one I was like, she lives in a romantic you know she's like she's like, shy like oh, let them come to me and like <laughs> But when she sees that nothing's happening, sometimes she just takes that step and she kisses and then she's like, I'm going to go back to my marriage. No, but Why like, are you upset at Johnny the next morning when you guys did the deal together? Did he have sex with himself? No, but it's so ridiculous because I think that's that speech she gave or that conversation is exactly it. She's like, I would never. I'm so good. I'm Kate. I'm the good one. And I like when she was like, I'm a good teacher. And he was like, that's what you want people to think. You're not. She was like, I wouldn't do that. Only a bad person would do that. And I'm a good person. Only for us to find out that they even had sex with us. I'm like, why are you even arguing about who kissed who first? You fornicated. Like, you guys. <laughs> you no, know, because like, 
it was really giving like, oh, this is the worst thing, only to see that you've done more. I don't know. Kate's whole, oh, woe is me. Oh, my breasts aren't pretty. Even though at all points in her life, we see people telling her her breasts are great. And she's like, no, my breasts suck until she's losing them. And it's like, this is actually perfectly who you are. Everyone around you is telling you how great and amazing you are and trying to support you and you take it as hate. Because when she was trying to breastfeed and her mom was like, hey, look, formula is fine. I use formula. Johnny's there saying, I support you. And she's like, no, I must use my breasts. And that's why, again, her ostracization of Tully is so terrible. Because Tully's one that caught, she doesn't even speak to Tully. Tully leaves a voicemail saying, babe, you're not going to do this. I believe in you. And that's what it takes for kids to stop breastfeeding. Like, that is your soulmate. And you were able to throw her away like that. And it just gives, you're a villain. I'm yeah. sorry. You can't just call someone your soulmate and like, knowing fully well that they don't have family and knowing how supportive they've been to you throughout and then just throw them away like that and assume the worst. Like, did you think Tolly was like, okay, now I'm going to enter the car with Mara and get into an accident. So like, even moving from that, like, so when Johnny ran away to meet his dad, by the way, it's super random. I didn't know his dad was in America. Why do they both have their accents? Who cares? Whatever. Was, like, I was like, your father is in this country. Moving on. When... He goes away and Tully and Kate panics. Tully's immediately like, I'm going to raise this baby with you. And she's not joking. It's not an exaggeration. She's yeah. like, I will raise your child with you. And that, that immediate ride or die-ness that Tully has, I, I'm glad Tully didn't die, but I kind of wish we could have seen what would happen if it had been on the other foot. Because Tully trying to get her into all the trials and like shouting at Daddy, like Daddy left her so much that Daddy got her into a trial. Like Tully saying that I believe in the power of will and I will. Like she was ready to create cancer cures for this babe yeah i don't know that i see kate doing the same thing for her like it was like when johnny got hurt and tully got them a private jet to get them to germany immediately like i feel like when something happens to kate tully's like how right now can i fix every problem in your life for you and i know that kate loves tully but i don't see her giving that same energy mm -hmm. like when they went to go and try and find her dad and kate was like no i want to kiss boys and follow the hippies and tully's like I'm looking for oh my, my father. father. Like, and Kate's like, oh, boys. And I know she was a teenager when that happened. No. But no. I kind of feel like it would be the same thing. I feel like if something happened to Tully, as an, like, if Tully was dying, Kate would be like sad and she would cry, but she wouldn't really do anything. Yeah, and she would be so engrossed in her own love story because literally <laughs> Tully pushed aside Danny because she wanted to focus on Kate. When has Kate ever done that for Tully? She will die without Johnny. You know that she can't ever push him to the side. It's just, it's really a lot. Can we talk about Lisa Karen and the entire saga? Because Kate didn't feel bad enough. I'm sorry. I'm so she felt bad. They did a two-year time jump between that episode and the next episode when they were in high school. But so my, you're screaming at others. My confusion here is this. This is writers. So you're telling me the most gay I got was Celeste kissing Tully. I was so sure that Lisa Karen was in love with Kate. Like, that it was going to be a girl crush and she was going to, you know, come out and realize, like, okay, fine, it's not meant to be. But no, it was just friendship. Okay, super random. There's a lot of women in these shows. I feel like I could have gotten more lesbianism, but it's fine. That's besides the point. Because, yes, I agree that Kate is directly in line to what led to Lisa Karen's death. But I think the way she responded emotionally was pretty realistic because yeah. getting mad at all the kids like because you guys are being fake is so unreasonable but then totally like came with the wisdom of hey we're high schoolers people aren't supposed to die they're not faking it yeah and Kate was like, never, I'm going to be mean. I'm going to lash out at you. Then again, Tully's the one who comes back the day and says, oh, I, I know you didn't mean it. I saw this guy. And then Kate says the meanest thing to her. She says, do you want him to be your dad or to be your man? And it's like, 
why would you say that to me? Like, I know you're grieving until he, until he comes back again. And it's just it's, like... It's like, how many times do you want to come back, right? Like, but that's why being codependent is bad. Until he, at some point, should have, in their life, just said no. Kate understands, right? <laughs> Kate understands that... Tolly never knew her dad, right? What do you Does mean she you? understand that <laughs> Tolly was sexually assaulted? But Does she understand that her mom, like no? Because like you have to ask yourself like these things. You can't just say mean things like that to your friend. You're able to have your own silly, stupid crush, but I can't. Especially because like I just take it back to they were kids, like. Team Kate was also really great in certain circumstances. Look, hiding a body with Tully, that is some ride or die energy. She said, I will not let your mom go to prison. And I guess that's the energy I wanted to see more because other than Lisa Karen dying, most of Kate's problem was so small. Oh, boy doesn't like me. I'm not getting invited to the, the party. Oh, my mom is embarrassing or my dad. It was just because her problems were so loserish, Tully's issues by comparison, like, her mom keeps getting taken away. She's getting sent to live with her religious grandma. Like, Tully's problems feel so much worse. She's getting sexually assaulted. Like, she has actual problems. And it's so stressful when they're put on equal pages. Yeah. Like, oh, we're both going through things. It's like, no. no. Tully's going through stuff that's going to make her a messed up 40-year-old who doesn't know how to, like, open herself up to love. And you're just sad because your brother's kind of mean to you. And, like... I don't know it's just it's very frustrating to me because i want to like kate and I, you know in the book she's a much more likable character even in the like show they kept saying oh you only have one kid and i know like okay you can be a stay-at-home mom you can be a stay-at-home mom being a parent is hard yada, yada, yada. i'm so sorry your husband is a millionaire and you live in a mansion and you have one child who's pretty quiet i'm so sorry You're, you what have you been doing for 16 years in the book she has three kids she has a daughter and younger twin so at least Girl. she's being kept busy by and multiple Mara, children Mara was such a nice child honestly she was so nice like they didn't give me like I didn't see Kate actually properly struggle <laughs> with parenting exactly I, I didn't see that so what is your problem like she had a bit of an attitude in the first season because her parents were getting divorced like that's reasonable like Mara was an angel child and whenever Kate's like oh being a parent is so hard I'm like well I wish they showed us the hard part because I'm not seeing it yeah like, like where's the hard part I don't know it's it just sucks like and it frustrates me so much because like okay so i'm a big lover of female characters who don't want to get married and have kids christina yang for life but tully isn't that and i feel like people say that but like tully not. doesn't not want love tully yeah. doesn't not want to be a mom like yeah. she's scared because she has seen what her parents were like she thinks she's unlovable she's been hurt and like you know when she got pregnant from max and she was immediately like i'm gonna do this i want to do this and it's like yeah. that is not a woman that never wanted children that's a woman who told herself she didn't want kids so she wouldn't get hurt and then she has the miscarriage so like her happiness only really begins when she gets with danny like yeah she has kids but that's kate's happiness that she's living yeah, through but even with that like even with danny right it was just kind of up and down and just because i don't know what danny's problem was but like with tolly she just never was able to say what she wanted because people always abandoned her and she didn't want to be like hey danny like stay stay and then so, he leaves and then he leaves so she just was so scared and she was going to watch him get married to somebody <laughs> else well my guy said yeah i'll be your best man like dead on the inside <laughs> like it's it was insane to me and it was so sad because like your childhood can really mess you up and so every time i see cloud like what was the point of cloud no i, I hate cloud so much I, I hated that they did this whole thing throughout the season where like cloud is giving wisdom and she's giving advice when she was talking to mara and she said oh the firefly lane girls can suck up the air in the room excuse me 
First of all, no one ever sucks up there in a room that you're in, Khan. You're the one sucking up there. Second of all, the reason your child is so codependent and obsessed with Kate's is because of you. Yeah. Like, of the four years that she lived in Firefly Lane, for two of those years, Claire wasn't even there. Yeah. Like, why are you acting like, oh, wow, I felt pushed out. You're a yeah. and, and they had the scene of her watching them go to college. I said, it's supposed to be moving. Like, what is your problem? I'm talking about go get him, girls. Fuck you. Oh, I hate her so much. Like, I don't understand the point. Like, I saw Margie have more interesting substantial conversations with Kate and Tully than I saw like they owed me at least one honest conversation between Cloud and Tully where she actually like I'm sorry I need, she hasn't apologized enough like she hasn't apologized properly no like and look that's the thing though Tully always takes her back even when she was showing up randomly Tully was there for her because that's why I hated when Tully, I'm sorry when Cloud was giving Margie advice and Margie was laughing like remember when you had to raise this woman's daughter for her like or even oh my god at the play where cloud was high and making comments and was messing throwing them all off i'm sorry i hate cloud i hate it. i don't care if you were a drug addict you chose drugs over being a mother you and yeah let, don't show up in my life things. now that i'm famous let's leave the drugs finding out tully's dad's backstory is actually why i can never forgive cloud because if cloud had answered tully's questions at any point they would have found out about her dad who wanted to be in her life they could have had all these conversations and tully wouldn't have had as many daddy issues as they did but instead tully finds out after her dad is dead that he actually would have loved to be in her life because he found out too late because cloud wouldn't answer questions that's it because cloud was doing oh i'm so cool i'm on drugs you don't need to know who my dad like and it was still telling that I had to do all this, like, oh my god. Like, and that's why I can't forgive her. Because she made so many conscious choices throughout Tully's life that absolutely destroyed her. And then she showed up when Tully was 40 and she's like, I'm zen now. I don't do drugs. I can see the world. And of course Tully's going to take these crumbs. All she wanted was a mother that loved her. So now that she has it, of course she's going to latch onto it. So fuck you, Cloud. Nothing you did is forgivable. I just, oh, but I hate Cloud I so much. I don't understand. Like, I just, I wish she showed up in the first scene. And disappear <laughs> and we never saw her like I, I just I just can't stand the fact that she's in Tully's life like I like that Tully has people I wish there were better people I don't know what cloud does for Tully except like some woo woo shit like so I why are you here it's because she's it's, it's, look children love their parents and that's why it takes a lot it takes when kids cut off their parents it's a big deal because even like the first half of the season where like tully was trying to get cloud to live with her and everything and cloud's like no i need my space how dare you you've had space her entire life and this is one of those situations where i'm like i don't care about your autonomy i don't care about your independence i don't care if you feel stifled the minimum you owe tully after being the shittiest mom ever is to live in her house with her if she feels lonely and wants to be with her mommy like it's a huge house it's no, like no Ugh. it's actually fuck cloud forever and i stand with margie you should have died instead you did all the drugs you were the one who od'd why should kate die yeah. not rubbish no i hate cloud i'm actually so mad no, right absolutely now. <laughs> absolutely rubbish and hating cloud makes me hate kate because <laughs> she said no, because let's get back true. to this kate like, i just i feel like tully deserved a better best friend and if you're a kate sympathizer sympathizer um <laughs> like this video might be hard but just know that we are speaking facts and we can see through whatever bullshit they're trying to paint and the funniest thing is that i don't even think they're trying to paint anything you know like they are showing us clearly that she is not a great person I'm and sure she's delusional <laughs> it's just like it sucks that tully is just so right or die and I wish I saw her be happy more. It just it just felt like the entire part two was centered around Kate. Oh, it was. And then the moment 
Kate died. I didn't get to see Tully be happy with Danny even for one extra scene. It was just okay, funeral and like leave. So I have two things to say to that. So there are actually two books, and the second book is about after Kate dies, and I'm glad I'm so happy that please don't make a season three because Tully falls apart. Like it is bad. Like she has like it takes a while for it. Like at the end of the book, she's good, but it's very much like. Kate died and totally lost her fucking mind. Wow. So you know what? I don't want to see that. I'm glad that it ended with her smiling and dancing. That being said, I know we're always like Tully's codependent, but so is Kate. But Kate acts like she's above it. Little things like when she's getting married and then she goes to Johnny and says, oh, you know what? Tully should be the person that like officiates our wedding or like including Tully in things. Like, you know, when she got pregnant before Johnny left that morning, she goes to Tully and she's like, we're having a baby. Kate participates in the codependence. She encourages it. She cultivates it. And then when she gets mad, she's like, oh, you know, we need our distance. I'm going to be with my family. Oh, Tully's so much. She's so extra. She makes everything about her. Not really though, because you participate in this. It's when you're upset that you're like, actually, we need to be healthy. But that's not true. And you have those issues, which is why she was trying to show her breasts to her uh, her classmates. This woman was like, much. She was like, excuse me. We, we read books together. We don't know each other. And it's like, Kate doesn't know how to have normal boundaries with friends either, which is why she's so attached to Tully, which is why when she got cancer, it wasn't any of the other superficial friendships she had in her life. The person she wanted was the babe that if she had kept in her life, Tully would have seen her breast early on and said, Kate, that looks weird. Maybe you should go see a doctor. And I'm not even exaggerating. You yeah. know when Kate watched Tully on the news and she called her and she's like, your breast looks smaller. They were way too enmeshed in each other's <laughs> lives. And ironically, probably would have saved Kate's life. Here you go. So Kate... Your pettiness led to your cancer getting that far. What do we what do we do now? Oh my god. The dramatic ending of part one when they were like playing the scientist and then she was just like running to Kate. <laughs> like running to Tolly and I was just like Call her phone. Yeah, first of all, call her phone. And second of all, like, are you fucking serious? No, it's so rude. Are you actually I just I have a real problem with people who are users. Yep. And it's like the people who give obviously they are people pleasers it's really hard for you to not be a people pleaser especially if it comes from the way you were raised or like your, your fear of being abandoned and everything and then tolly's worst fears came to life like kate did in fact abandon <laughs> her and it's like it's like how we what we said in our first video where like every time kate is upset she punishes tolly she like doesn't pick up her phone call and the one time <laughs> that Tully is literally in an isolated place which you would know if you hadn't cut her off you just jump to the conclusion of yeah 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 you know you owe me you, you know you don't want to call me back because of this and I'm like how fucking dare you do you know how many scenes we've seen of Tully just being like not able to concentrate at her show trying to reach Kate and Kate is just like oh ignore like Tully is walking around the world my babe got to Antarctica and she was saying I miss my best friend like this random stranger like is your best friend she's like she's not talking to me like your absence was so felt that throughout the entire year Tully was actively just outwardly grieving she was living her life with her daughter was... with her husband with her family she was having brunch with her brother she was just like la la don't talk to Kate uh, don't talk to Tully la 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 oh how's Tully don't 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 until you have cancer and I'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch. 
no. But on a very serious note, something that was so funny to me is that even though, look, they did so much hard work this season in doing, showing us that Danny and Johnny love Tully and Kate. But Danny, my issue with him is that he did not exist in season one. I'm so sorry. This whole Danny's love of your life, it feels fake. Because in season yeah. one, you were happy for her to get married to Max, but now he's always been there. But I will say in the second half, Danny did a lot of cute, I clearly love Tully energy, yeah. so I'm here for it. Johnny's own is actually significantly harder because Johnny was there in season one and he did not rate kids. No, but okay, he, okay. The They've first, shown us more. No, but the thing and, is, the first episode of season one is Johnny going to Tully's house and saying maybe we should have made different decisions. Like, it's so hard for okay, me to walk he, back. He had spent time in what, Iraq? But and, he hadn't gone yet. Oh, he hadn't? No. Where, where did he come from then? Oh, he went for an interview. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I don't know. I feel like... It's just it's because so Tully had been in their lives, right? Yeah. And Tully knew Kate, and they all kind of grew up together. Maybe he just felt more comfortable. Like, would he have gone to much? You know, they don't actually have friends. No, he totally did not have friends. No, no, it's not about him necessarily wanting to be with Tully. It's implying that being with Kate was potentially a wrong decision. It's like I know, like you know, later on they talk about we're in the right place with the right person. Every marriage has ups and downs. Mm -hmm. you know? This your down is heavy, shot. Because <laughs> even the way Tully had to say go home, and like I just. They keep every time Johnny says the moment I saw you I knew it's a lot we saw they are the lying. moment you are lying I love that they talked about the soup because the soup <laughs> it was a lot it's like yeah you brought me soup and I'm like everybody else did not bring me soup so you are a nice person that soup changed That's her life <laughs> she needs to give us the recipe no. to the soup and I, I'm trying not to be this way because genuinely though. If the show started from season two, I would believe that Johnny was loving yeah. They did so. Uh, him singing Mandy for her. First of all, who can relate to being a teenage girl fantasizing about musicals in a way that doesn't make sense? Because really, I do. Yes. So the fact that he sang it for her and he had the sense to change it to Mulaney. Because when Tully was like, why would he sing Mandy? Your name is Kate. I... I do know what, and this is why Tully is a ride or die. Cause Tully told Johnny that important information. Kate thinks she's in this like romantic universe, <laughs> and Johnny is her prince. But it's because Tully is telling Johnny all your intimate thoughts, so he's able to surprise you properly and like do things that'll be like, oh, if Tully didn't tell Johnny about your fantasy, how would he know to sing this song? It's like. He didn't even, to be honest, he should have just said vows. He didn't even know what to I'm say. Screaming. He was like, let me sing. But it was so cute. And that's just like how strong of a presence Tully had in Kate's life. And I don't know. I don't see it I even, in oh, the I, reverse. I really liked Johnny's proposal on its own. So if you remove the fact that she was engaged to Theo that morning and had almost killed a man for all we know, if we take about away all the rubbish in the relationship and it's just him calling and then running to like be at the door to... That's my cue. If that was my OTP, one true pairing, I would be dying for it. I'd be like, look at love. <laughs> but because of everything in that situation, like it doesn't really matter what they tell me. It feels like Johnny was coerced into marriage and kids because he did not want them, but this is the only way to have kids. Because even when they got pregnant and Johnny was just shell-shocked. Like sure, he loves Mara now, but I can't, I don't know if I can even blame Kate for being insecure, which she is, by the way. Like, in the first half of the season, when they got into that fight, and it turns out, oh, actually, the stuff we've been doing in sex for years, I've just been going along with it to make you happy, and we don't communicate, because I want to make you happy, and I'm so... Mm. Like, when um, Johnny's like, oh, this is you, all this, oh, you've always wanted Tully, or I'm second place, this is you, I'm not doing any of this. Yeah, and you know, at so many points of their marriage, like, 
most of the time i was always on johnny's side yeah. right it was always johnny trying to establish clear boundaries like okay we're in a marriage now like why do you need tolly to do this for you why do you need to speak to her like maybe use formula like why is this lactation lady here like and why is she calling me know? daddy it's weird <laughs> so it's like I, I really believe what you said, right? John, Johnny didn't want this life, but... He chose it when he got he there. He chose it and he... I guess he was in love with... Like, I don't know, like, it's like... I guess. Yeah, that's... This is why you have to ask yourself, like, is love enough? Because loving someone doesn't mean you throw away all your dreams. Because now you are going to say you want to go to Iraq, like, in the middle of the marriage because you didn't get to do it. And it's like... Not even I'm glad that he was able to be a producer and do other things he wanted to do, but like it was really the fact that Kate was going to she entered a separate relationship, pretended to love this guy up until the point where she had met his parents, he had met her parents, he had proposed to her, they had paid for the way, and she knew that she was in love with Johnny. What was supposed to happen? Was she just going to keep cheating in the marriage? Or was Probably. she just going to accept? Like, did she ever truly like Theo? Or was it just like, maybe, it was a if, Johnny, maybe if Johnny sees that, no, it was I'm just, with Theo. It was big rebound energy. It didn't even make sense. Honestly, look, even their marriage, Loki, the only reason it worked was because of Tully. Like, you could see how dead Johnny's spirit was when he was still working at that their station. If Tully hadn't shown up and said, I'm working in Seattle, I'm giving you a job. Do you think that Kate and Johnny's marriage was actually going to last? Because no. that job gave him some joy and happiness for a yeah. little bit. And then Kate got to be seeing Tully, so she got some joy. Like, without Tully, I don't believe that Kate and Johnny were going to make it to 2005. Honestly. It, it is what it is. He loves her. It's cute. Maybe we're haters. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, but wow, what a nice way to wrap up. The season, the season, and I got emotional. I I was... felt bad for my girl, um, Tully, and you know what? It sucks for Kate to die, and sucks for Mara to lose her mom. When she was saying, you know, I want to see Mara get married and everything. When they did the fake outs, where you know Tully's imagining Kate in the future, I'm like, nah, yeah. nah. There's no way. There's no way. It's no. Y'all don't think that that can be what's happening right now. I can't accept uh, that. It was just so sad because it's like. I'm really glad that she spent her last moments with Kate and Kate spent her last moments with Tolly. But like when she left and she died before she came back, I just. I, I hate that know. trope so much. It happens all the time. Like, I. But I that's how, it happens in real that's life. I'm scared. Like, so now I don't want to be around my dying friend because what if you're dying around me and I, I wasn't there? I don't know. But like, even though I love Kate and Tolly's friendship a lot, even though it sounded like, you know, we talk shit about Kate so much, it is still kind of iffy to me a little bit that Kate's most important relationship is with Tully even though she denies it because like Mara is actually there you know and it, I, I think it would have been nice if Kate's last one was with Mara but it's okay it's fine it is what yeah, it is yeah it's like she gets jealous that Mara wants to tell Tully all these things but it's because Tully actually like gives Mara that space to like mm -hmm. tell her the nitty gritty details of her date and she like reacts in a way where it's like oh wow but like you can also do that with Mara right she does, I think Kate just she sees something happen with Tully she's like okay obviously that person wants likes Tully more than me so I'm not going to try anymore yeah like Mara came back from her date and she was going to tell you about it but she was like oh yeah Tully's going to be there tomorrow I'm like okay I know it's supposed to be a feel sorry for her moment but it's like this, this is, is how you are this is how things are and it's only because you were dying that Mara was like okay let me tell you about my date but it's like it's up to you to you know 
cultivate a close relationship with your teenage daughter it's really up to you because she is an angel who actually wants to tell, <laughs> tell you these things um so that's just what we see in kate like throughout her life and it kind of pisses me off because like you said yeah in charge of your life man like totally can't hold your hand through everything it's uh, i don't know also, shout out to Sam Waverly, the English teacher who did not have inappropriate relationships with Tully. Hallelujah. I was so scared they were gonna go down that path. Mm -hmm. When he turned her down, he's like, I'm an adult, you're a child, this is infatuation. I was so happy because I was so scared that was gonna be just another traumatic experience in Tully's life. Yeah. And I'm glad that he saw the greatness in her and was trying to bring that out. Yeah. And like I get it, you know what? To be Kate must have been frustrating to a degree because Tully didn't even actually audition and now she's Juliet. Damn. But like Coop liked you. And that storyline was weird because Coop did eventually say, you know, will you be my girlfriend and everything? Like, yeah, it's sucked that he kept you a secret for a couple of weeks, but like, isn't this what you wanted anyway? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Kate was a little bit wishy-washy and just, uh, and self-imposed victimhood that she didn't need to do. And I think her mom was great. I don't think her mom was perfect by any means, yeah. but 90% of the time I agree with her mom when she wasn't, you know, blowing cigarette smoke into a cancer survivor's face like an insane person. <laughs> Yeah, like Kate just, Kate got to have this beautiful, wholesome life that she always wanted and Tully's life was not beautiful. Like she was rich, but is that enough? Yeah. Is it rich on fame that you think, you know, it just felt empty, it felt like lonely, it felt like, you know, she couldn't do anything without Kate. Kate moved on, like Kate, like she yes they showed scenes of her missing Tully but she was fine for a whole year mm -hmm. like just like if she hadn't speaking. gone cancer she was never going to she if kids lived till 80 she wasn't calling Tully yeah. that was just what was, it was gonna be which is insane by yeah way. what happened to Firefly Lane Girls, Girls forever. forever it's a lie it's a lie it's a lie somebody's lying here. <laughs> like not Tully but like <laughs> somebody's lying but yeah what what a nice way to end the season yeah it was a strong season it was definitely sad i i do think i actually potentially cried more at other so i think part two of season two did not make me cry as much as like season one or part one of season two really yeah like i know she, like her dying of cancer was sad and i felt bad but like i guess because I, I think from the first season i knew that kate was gonna die oh okay so maybe because i knew that i was like eh. i didn't know that i just went on an emotional roller coaster <laughs> and i realized that a lot of the times that i cried it was just kind of when everybody else around her like started to try to come to terms with this reality and it was just so hard to watch especially because Catherine is such a great no, actress she, killed it. she just killed like and she doesn't overdo it like it's not like the you know big dramatic fall on the floor like <laughs> rolling and wailing it's just you can see it in her face you can see how scared she is even at the wedding where she had a panic attack yeah. when she found out that the cancer was back that is so real because she already given a speech she already said congrats to recovery here's a trip to paris girl and the cancer is back and like it's like when things when cancer comes back it's like it comes back with a no like if vengeance. it's back it's not especially like the aggressive kind of cancer she had side note justice for sean so no storyline for my boy they said he was gonna propose to his that, guy i don't know i feel like i wanted to get more for him like in the first half of the season if we had to deal with that annoying girl who came back that had a crush on johnny and was being bitchy to kate and kate was being kate was being spineless i'm just standing there both in the past and in the present when our cool girl oh she went to iraq with me she travels around the world oh who would have known that i would be a tully and not a kate ha 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 and kate just stood there and took it because she's a wimp anyway all that storyline that was dedicated to her was pointless yeah maybe we could have developed sean more 
Like, I just feel like I would have liked to see Sean's story a little bit. Like, yeah. Now you've come out to your family and like, you are free to kind of and they just you have like, the support you need. And it's like, all right. That was bye. just it. Like, your parents are asking when you're going to marry your boyfriend, which is great. But remember how you lived in the closet for 40 years because you were scared? Like, I don't know. I feel like it could have been more. Even having him have storylines with Mark, you're both gay. Like, this is your niece. Like, I don't know. Justice for Sean. I feel like we could have gotten more of a storyline around him and we just did not. Because even the reason he gets married to a woman is because his boyfriend dies of AIDS in the 80s and like that was such a huge traumatizing thing that's just kind of glossed over here is storyline for us anyway, it's fine it's fine we had to see cloud was, had an immigration marriage i guess that was important <laughs> rubbish anyway it was a good season um it was a good show i really enjoyed it um I know you want more, but no more Netflix. No, I don't want a season three. Nothing good will come of it. I can feel it in my bones. Okay, but like, what if they don't follow the books? What if it's just Tully living happily? If Tully is happy and she and Daddy are happy and she's, you know, having a good relationship with Mara and all that. What if they have a child? What if they adopt? And what if they, you know? You know what? I just, oh my God, can you imagine Tully adopting a kid who feels like they don't have a home and giving them that security she never got as a kid? It's like, there is stories, there is stories. And I knew that they wanted it to be two or three seasons, but I think it's final. Um, I was talking Catherine <laughs> last night and she was telling everyone like, like, yeah, oh, it's, yeah, done. it's done, it's done. But I'm glad they gave them the chance to wrap it up the way they wanted to. And I like shows that are wrapped up like that. I feel like I'll come back to this in the next maybe five years and just do a rewatch. Yeah. Also shout out to the young actresses. I know we're always saying Catherine and Sarah, but you guys killed it too um, if you're watching the video. And if you're watching the video, please give it to your agents. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but everybody on the show did a great job and it was very like emotionally straining, but I live for it. I live for it. Mm -hmm. Good job, guys. Well, thank you for watching this video, guys. Let us know what you think. Did we spend too much time bashing Kate? Did you actually like her? Was her cancer death the most moving moment for you? And do you think Tully's too much? You're wrong, but let us know in the comments. <laughs> we want to hear what you think. Um, yeah, like, subscribe, follow. Should we be saying that in every video? What do you guys think? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much, like Mena said, and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.